Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Show, where we talk all things social media marketing and technology to help you find the seekers in your context. Whether you be a mission team or a ministry, it is our hope that you will get the right message in front of the right person on the right device and even at the right time. All right, I am excited and very grateful for this time today. I hope that everyone who's going to be listening or watching this will benefit from this. I'm happy to just introduce and have my friend, my brother-in-law, my teammate, Alan, on this call today and to share his knowledge and experience with all of you all as well. Alan, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Happy to be here. Great. So Alan is a worker. He is a church planter. He has worked with me and been involved in my life for so many years. I trust him 100%. I lean on him a lot for information and for teaching on different things. And he has been doing a lot of coaching recently of different teams, just showing them some of this Google Tag Management and Google Analytics. And so I just wanted to bring him on the show today to be able to talk about how to specifically get events. So if a person presses on a picture or they click on that Bible download link, but maybe they pick, they click on the button or they, they click on the picture itself. Can we pass that information through to Google Analytics? And then where do we see it in there? And this is really important so we can see what is happening on our website. So, Alan, why don't you take it away, share your screen, and uh, I may ask some questions as we're going. If people are just listening to this, this is going to be one you want to go to our YouTube page. You're going to want to go on there and watch the screens of some of what he's doing as well. But he'll try to talk you through as much as possible. So, Alan, why don't you take it away, share your screen, and show us how to do this. All right. Okay, so we'll be using a website that we're using in Taiwan uh, to to do our tutorial for today. So this is Google Analytics. This is the Google Analytics 4. And when you open it up, it'll bring you up to the report snapshot. So from this page, you can scroll down and you can see what your top events are and what your conversions are. Uh, But you have to set those up before you'll start getting data. So I'll show you uh, first what it's gonna look like in Tag Manager. So for any button or image or icon, you could set up a separate tag for each button. So if you have five or six buttons and maybe five or six images, you would end up with a lot of tags, but actually there's a way to use what's called a variable and you can set up one tag and then the variable will supply the name of that button or the name of that image. So let's start with buttons. Uh, If you do a new tag, then you would call it something like all button clicks. And the tag type, you would select Google Analytics for event with your uh, configuration tag. And then you would give it a name. So in this case, I've just said button underscore click underscore. And then you can see the uh, brackets where it says click text, that's the variable. Uh, You access that by clicking this little block. And these are all your variables. And in our case, we've chosen click text. So what click text means is whatever we've called that button. So if you called your button download, it would actually just say button click download. 
So when you're naming your buttons, maybe you'd want to call it like Bible download or something. So get specific on the naming of each item. Is that what you're saying? Yes. So that you're getting helpful information and analytics, you know, what button was clicked. And then your configuration tag, that's your Google analytics for code, your personal one that you're putting in there. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So it knows who to pass it through to. Yes. So okay. you actually have with, um, with tag manager, you can have a Google analytics for tag. Um, that's configuration. This one says event. If you notice, um, above events, there's one for configuration. You can do universal analytics or GA4. Great. All right. So on this one, it's a button. And so we would, for a trigger, use just links. And um, for fire, you don't want it to fire every time somebody clicks a link. You want it to have something that is specifically a button. So for buttons, they tend to have the class called either button or some website builders have BTN. And the way to find that out is using the inspector. So if you click on the website um, and you right click, um, actually, I need to have open up a fresh one. If you right click from Chrome, you can inspect element. So I'm going to hover over it and hit right click and hit inspect. And that's going to open up this crazy code. Wow. From here, we can see, um, see, see all the information. Um, this one has the class right here called um, image link, right? Mm -hmm. And so this one, we can just go by class image. If it's a button, then that's gonna sh show different. Like if we, if we inspect the button, then over here, you can, you can see that the class equals uh, button, right? So the word button. Is in that one, okay. Yeah, what, what is your specific website um, tag at BTN or button? So do you know if this, can, can you do this inspecting of the elements on a page from any browser or do you recommend just using Chrome for this? Uh, just Chrome. Okay. I don't know. You know, this reminds me of, uh, you know, you and I have done a ton of scuba diving together. I just remember at times where they would say, hey, this is, we know this works like this duct tape or this thing works. Maybe there's others, but all we know is this works. And so <laughs> that's kind of what this is. We know Chrome works, maybe others will, but you're showing us how to do it at least one way you know that works. So cool. Correct. So in this case, we click on some links only when the class contains button. Okay. So they can click on other links, but it's not going to fire this specific tag because we just want to track, did they click the button? We wanted them to click. Okay. All right. So once we have our trigger and our ID, then when they click it, it'll show up as an event button click and then the click text, what we call their button. So what is that below that, that you had there where it said event, um, event parameters, is that show up automatically or do we need to do something with that? Well, um, you can set up parameters so that if you're looking at the events in analytics reports, you can dive into, well, what are those parameters? So in this one, I just wanted to have uh, the click ID as a parameter. But 
you have to click into it. So it's not something you need to worry about. Unless okay. you, so you don't have to have that there. No. Okay. All right. All right. Um, icon clicks. So icon is not the same thing as a picture. An icon is actually an icon. I'll show you what I mean. Um, this is an icon. And so it's from the icon library called Font Awesome. Okay. Over here, we have another icon, but it's from an icon library called Soch Icon. And actually, icon libraries, some work better than others for data. So with an icon, there's what's called an element ID. And so if we want to do all icon clicks, we would say icon underscore clicks underscore element ID. Um, with Soch Icon, actually, it does not pass that information through. So you would just get blank. With Font Awesome, it will pass the ID through. So I prefer to use Font Awesome icons when possible. Okay. And if it's not one you like, then you do what we did over here is we put a picture instead of an icon. So this one's a picture. You can see it's an image. Mm -hmm. And then we have given the image alternate text. So it's just called alt alternate text. And what that means is um, like in your media manager, this alternative text, you mm -hmm. just give it a name that's going to be helpful to you. So in this case, we we basically have this image is our Bible download button. So I've called it Bible underscore download. So if you had one that was like for Apple and one for Android, you would say Bible underscore Apple Bible underscore Android. And you could differentiate yeah. even with the same picture, it would pass that information through. So you actually would know how many Android, how many iPhone downloads you're getting that way. Is that right? That's correct. And so then if I'm hearing you right, Google, uh, what's it called? Font Awesome is yeah. what we want to use. So if your icon stuff isn't awesome, don't use it. Is that, is that what you're saying? Okay. Yes. We know that Font Awesome works. So if your icons are not Font Awesome, then upgrade to Awesome. Yeah. So basically anything that's clickable, uh, you're going to use three types of elements, either a button or a image or an icon. Okay. So let's continue looking at icons. Icons are also tricky because you can't just go by class. Whereas with an image, we can give it, we can just go by image class with icons. It actually doesn't work. You have to use um, a, a different way. So we'll show you how to do that. Okay. So when you set it up as an event, uh, the event name, we've said icon underscore click underscore variable element ID. But on our trigger, we have to use the CSS selector. So our click element will match the CSS selector. And then um, the syntax you need to use would be period icon comma space period icon uh, space star. Okay. And the star is the wild card in case yes. there's other stuff there. All right. So this is something, if you are just listening to the podcast, you're going to want to go to the YouTube page. If you're wanting to use this, you're going to need to look at this screen because this is, you want to open up this video, pause it, open up your Google Tag Manager. And if you've never used Google Tag Manager, well, that was like two or three podcasts ago. So go through that first, then open up yours and, and the screen should match here as of current technology. Like this is the most recent version of Google Analytics 4 and Google Tag Manager that you're using, correct? Uh, yes. 
Good. Super. So make sure your screen looks like what he's describing here. So excellent. Right. And the other thing to note would be that um, for the button, we were using just links as a trigger type with the icon and the image actually will use the uh, click elements. So where you would select it over here, instead of just links, we do all elements. Okay. I am glad you have figured this out. This could be very confusing for people. It's trial and error, right? Yeah. So Good way to learn. So the element ID then will get passed through through here. Okay. All right. And then um, there's one other thing that I'll show you later, which is the variables. But first, we'll go through the third type of link, which is an image click. So for image click, once again, it's a GA4 event with our configuration tag. And this time for the event name, we just call it image underscore click underscore. And then our variable is alt attribute. And what you'll notice is you don't actually have that variable as an option. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll talk about how to get that variable as an option. Let's look at our triggers. So in this case, it's easy. Um, some clicks, click classes contains image. Okay. All right. So so by default, it's going to be either image or IMG. But the other thing that you can do for both buttons and images is give it a custom class. And so if, if we're editing, um, you can go to custom CSS classes and you could actually call it, you could call it just image or you could say call to action, you know, maybe CTA. And so you could say any CTA image. Okay, so from within WordPress, you can adjust the CSS and label it, and that's going to get passed through then to Google Analytics when they click on these images, if you, if you call it this specific CSS class. So for this is call to action, but maybe they have, um, I know we've been using Bible reading plans and type form and lots of other buttons and things on our website, so this could be a custom CSS could label those as well then maybe. Yeah. Um, and so especially if maybe you don't actually want to have two separate tags between a button and an image, you could mm -hmm. actually call them both CTA, give buttons a custom CSS class and image the same custom CSS class. Okay. Uh, and, and the same thing for icons, you would still need to use the CSS selector method with the icon, uh, but you could then just have where it's considered one event with the same event name of whatever label you gave it. Okay, great. All right. Okay, so how do we get our custom variables? Uh, with GTM, when you, uh, GTM Google Tag Manager, with, when you click on variables, you'll notice there's built-in variables. Mm -hmm. And if you're first using it, actually you'll only have a few that you'll see. So you need to configure by clicking on the top right corner, configure, and then any variables that you're going to want to use, you just click on them. So in our case, if we scroll down to clicks, I've enabled all of them. Our website uses a contact form, so I've enabled all the contact forms. And then before Google Analytics 4, we used to have to set up a video views tag, but since Google Analytics 4 already tracks our YouTube videos, um, 
then it's not necessary. If you're using Vimeo, you would still want to click all these. What about the scrolling there? You don't have it highlighted. But because scrolling already is tracked um, by Google Analytics 4. Excellent. Okay. Another reason to use GA4. Great. Yeah, GA4 does, um, of course, page view. It does outbound clicks. It does scrolling, videos, and actually file downloads as well. And the neat thing is you're going back to this next screen too, is that a lot of these things are all variables or information that could be used to create custom audiences or to really uh, filter your audiences to look at how many people ended up downloading a Bible who have spent one minute on a page? How many people right. downloaded a Bible who scrolled to the bottom? Or how many people are just not even seeing those call to action buttons? You won't know that unless you've done this kind of stuff that you're showing us how to set up here. Yeah. Yeah. It's very helpful to look at the data and you can spot, you know, sometimes it's just looking for what are the areas that we need to make changes to our website that right. just aren't working. Yep. So if you scroll down from the from what, what's called built-in variables, scroll down to the bottom, you'll see user-defined variables. And it's, of course, very scary because we don't know how to define our own variables, right? Um, but in our case, we're going to have two user-defined variables. We're going to use element ID, and you would create it as an auto event variable. Um, when, when you click on it, you can click different types, but um, we just need the auto event variable and then you know page elements mm -hmm. because we're trying to get the element of a picture. And then you just variable type element ID. So it's going to take the ID of the icon. So maybe your icon is called, I don't know, um, Facebook, you know, if it's a Facebook mm -hmm. icon. So then it'll say icon underscore click underscore Facebook if you've chosen the font awesome Facebook icon, for example. And so that it's, it's that easy. You just name your variable and select your variable type. And then for alt attributes, so remember how we gave the image an alternate uh, text attribute. So mm -hmm. you set up a user-defined variable called alt attribute. And it is also an auto event variable and the attribute name you just put as alt. A-L-T. Okay. Yep. And so that is once you've added that variable, then on the tag for our image, you can that's how the event name gets passed through as an alt attribute because it, it, an image doesn't have a click text like a button. You haven't actually typed anything in. Right. Okay. That, that replaces that. All right. And that, that's the main. So um, what do we, what would you do now? Would you preview it? Would you test it? Can you show us how to do that? And then maybe where it shows up in analytics? Yes. So it's always important to test before you leave and then once you've tested it's always important to hit this little submit button mm. very easy to say, oh great i tested it it works and then you launch a campaign and there's no data and you're thinking oh no nobody's clicking on this stuff there it's, you go you don't submit it it's not live okay so if you click preview if it's your first time you'll have to put in your your website address okay. and then connect it It'll open up your web page. 
And then what we'll do is we'll click our, our button. And then I'll, I'll just click the logo to go back. We will click our, how about, how about the contact us envelope? And then we can go ahead and click our image, which is replacing a icon. Now, if we click on tag assistant, continue, you'll see that first our configuration tag did fire all button clicks, all icon clicks and image clicks. So if you wanna see what the event looks like, you go to analytics and under configure. So we have reports, explore, advertising, configure. You hit debug view, and then it'll show us what's been happening. So you can see the event image underscore click underscore Bible download. We click the logo a few times. We click the envelope, mm -hmm. and then this is in Chinese, but it says kan ing pian. So that was watch, watch video. more videos. Yeah. So that's what the event looks like. And if you want to mark it as a conversion, you have to go to the events. And for example, image Bible download, we want that to be a conversion. We actually just click the toggle over here, uh, mark as conversion, and then it'll show up in our conversions reports. Awesome. Um, these are the re uh, conversions we've configured. Then you just click on reports. And a lot of that will, there's a lag, right? That sometimes the reporting on these conversions or events isn't always real time, it seems like to me when I've looked at them. Right, it's usually so, twenty four hours. Yeah, I think anything. I think that's right. So don't be con don't be con you know concerned if you don't see something for those first twenty four hours if you know stuff's happening there. So excellent. And then we're we're on the major analytics page here. How would I see what you've just set up from here? Where would I need to go? Okay, so from our report snapshot, you can just scroll down to this event count. You know, what are your top events or what are your top conversions? But you can also click on engagement. And there's your events and conversions there as well. Okay. And then what about if you click on real time? Will that show us some of these events in real time? This is something I, when we're running ads all around the world, I get, I turn on multiple screens and have multiple Google Analytics and I'm seeing in real time just these numbers of people showing up there. Um, I want to see if this is showing up. It is right there in real time. There, yeah, right? It's showing because I've clicked on all those things. It's showing what's happened in the last 30 minutes. There you uh, go. So right now we're only running messaging ads. We're not running any ads to the website. So it's just me on it. Yep. And we're in preview mode. So these won't pass through to GA4 either, will they? Actually, I, I think... So those are other things before that's happened that aren't on the preview mode, I believe. So when you're running in preview, it's just until you hit submit, it, what you right. just showed us here actually wouldn't get passed through on there, I think. So you all check us out there. You can respond back to us from the website and tell us if we're wrong. Specifically, it's me saying it. So if I'm wrong, <laughs> usually I'm Alan's right. I'm, just test it out. I can hop on and start clicking buttons and see what happens. Yeah. But does it, does it, when you're in preview mode, does it negate everything else? Does it like shut down GTM right now? So the stuff that you have set up that's already been submitted, is that still running? It should be, right? 
Yes, it's still running. Okay. So it's just new changes. You want to preview them before you send them out to the website. You're previewing them to make sure they work. And then once they work as expected, for example, maybe you set something up and you set up a variable to give it a name, but it's not working. So you've got to um, troubleshoot to see, well, why isn't it passing the correct name? Maybe you didn't set something up right. So yours did. So what would you do now? Once you submit, you hit submit. And then on version name, I always call it just the last thing I did. Um, So in this case, we could just say all button clicks so that as I'm looking at the version, I can remember what's different. I mean, if you want to name all the tags in there, you could, but. Excellent. And then we'll sing like no one is listening is what it says to do there on the screen. Love it. Well, Alan, this is. This is awesome. This is, I love the strategy of digital engagement. I love thinking through and making tools work in a way that maybe they weren't even intended to do so that we can really understand what is happening and and make the changes and the iterations and the strategy changes to it. And that's just not possible without using tools like this. Things that you've got set up here allow us to have the data to be able to make the right choices or even just the right experiments to be able to do it. Uh, I, next week's podcast, I'm going to talk about Google Optimize. I might even see if you're free and bring you back on on that one and we can play with that one together. But I appreciate you. I know it's middle of the night there for where you are, but I'm, I'm thankful for you. Just as a note to those who are listening to the podcast or watching this, it's Alan's wife, Cherry, is our, our lead content developer. We're bringing on potentially some new, other people, hiring some others here at Kavanaugh to help with that process. But it's Cherry that I look to that creates a lot of these great ones that you see um, that we're using on our website as well. So a fantastic team, great family. Appreciate your mind. And thanks for staying up and being on the show and uh, just sharing what's working and, and helping us and hopefully helping others too. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate all you do as well. Thanks, man. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Show. We hope it is a blessing to you and will bring much glory to God. For more information and training, go to KavanaughMedia.com.